Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. Welcome back to Hot Laps. Wow, Shane can do it this time. He's the man, see? Shane is a jack of all trades. And that's sort, why, sort of. That's why he's my buddy. When we go to the desert, that's who I take, Shane MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah, All right. You don't have to worry about getting attacked by a fox when I'm around. <laughs> that is true. Different story, <laughs> but very true. All right, well, this is lap 18, and uh, today Steve is not here with us, so it's myself, Shane, and the man from Florida, Patrick Hill. How's everybody doing this morning? We're good. Great. I'm all right. Feel like What's 100 bucks. in Escondido uh, today? Uh, apparently, there's a protest oh, at 2 oh, or something like that at City Hall. Must be a weak one because I didn't even hear about anything. You didn't get the invite? No. no. Huh, interesting. So, uh, yeah, today we're going to do a kickoff question. We're going to talk about some of our projects because we got a lot of projects, vehicle projects, and there's questions. And yeah. then uh, we'll dive into some tech time and uh, call it a day. Yeah. Because we got a lot of stuff We're busy. going on. We are busy. Yeah. A lot of projects. All right. So I didn't share this kickoff question with you because I always like to see you like like to struggle me. a like little bit. You like to stump bit. me. And uh, Patrick never <laughs> knows him, and so you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Period. Be afraid. Yeah. Be very afraid. Yeah, right. <laughs> so here's the question. And don't ask me why. I brought it up, but I'm going to throw it at you. Mm -hmm. If a genie popped out of your Coke bottle today uh -huh. and said you can Coke pick can. Uh -huh. Coke can, yeah. You can pick a car and a truck, what would you get? You could have both. A car and a truck. What would you get? Car first, please. Well this this would be my this would this is the reality of that answer is that I would be stumped at that point also. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to sit there and think about it and the genie would probably be going like mm, come on, mm, I got time. I don't you know. Right. I got to get the well, things to do. You're on the spot right now, and uh, you're not really getting a car after this. So car, car, and truck, car and truck. Yeah. Are we talking like anything, anything? Anything you want as long as it's a car. Uh, see, I'm not like a connoisseur of supercars, but, I mean, you, you'd have to get a supercar, right? Well, are you thinking uh, of resale value, or are you just thinking about gowing out and doing – Gowing out? If it was a gowing out noise, I'd, I don't know. Um I don't know. Let me think here. Um, <laughs> see, just that. Hope you, hope, hope you guys have some time. Um, tr well, truck. Uh, truck. I would probably. Um, I'd probably get a Raptor for a truck. I'm amazed. I oh, thought yeah, Tundra was but, coming out here uh, now. But I. But I would be. I would hope that at the point that Genie popped out of the can, that at that time Ford was offering um, the 6.2 again. Mm. Um, uh, so Raptor. Uh, for a car, um, oh, oh, a car. I know what a car. Um, a Lexus LFA. Oh wow. Reliability, and uh, and everything else. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, good for you. I, I'm yeah. I'm glad you came up with that in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> you get to pick a car and a truck. Ooh. Um. Hmm. I I'd have to say on the truck side. Because this thing has really got me intrigued. Everybody's starting with truck. That's an easy because that's an easy one. You're right. Well, well, it's easy. Patrick, Patrick's going to go for a Chevy, but, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> for, 
played for it because I would actually go for a nicely loaded new F-250 regular cab with the new 7.3 pushrod motor in it. Regular oh, cab. Regular cab. That's panhandle stuff. It is. Because I'd basically, I'd, I'd turn it into kind of like a three-quarter ton sport truck with that motor in it. Regular oh, cab, I see you know, everything oh, there. Trying to get a, like a lightning out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there. And you mentioned the 6.2. I think the next Raptor truck, if unless there's something government-related that keeps them from doing it, that 7.3 will be in the next Raptor truck. That'd be nice, too. It, it's got the power. It's got more power than that 6.2 did, naturally aspirated, and it, it's got all the goods. Yeah. And I'm waiting for them when they'll announce they're going to do an aluminum block version of that thing for either ford performance to sell as a crate motor and to maybe use in the mustang and other stuff oh yeah that'd be awesome yeah, so so truck, truck i gotta go with the new f-250 with that new push rod motor in it wait wait a minute hang on a second does that truck actually exist yeah, yeah. don't you read our blog you can order it that way okay i'm yeah. sorry the no. blog I, did, I i got pictures of it in a truck on the dealership lot yeah i saw it well my apologies sir Come on, give it the program, Chris. My bad. Patrick? Someone doesn't read our blog. (laughs) Well, what if you got your Um, truck? And I'm surprised you didn't pick a Chevy. I mean, he lives and dies by Chevy, Shane. I mean, what the heck? Well, the the transmission that's in that new F-250 behind the 7.3, that's the 10-speed automatic that Ford co-developed with gm so it does have a bit of chevy in it yeah, there you oh go. man don't give out uh, your address people might come over <laughs> but uh but on the uh on the car side of it i'd have to go with a 1969 chevelle oh that's a nice one and why well i've always thought 69 when it comes to chevelles 69 was the best year. 69 was better than 1970. And everybody goes, oh, 1970, LS6, 454, you know, all that stuff. But really, in 69, with the Chevelle, you had, you could get the top of the line 396, the L78, mm-hmm. 375 horse. You could get a, and then you could also get the Copo 427, oh, 425 yeah. horse motor, which is known to be somewhat underrated. Um, the lines are, are cleaner on the 69. It's a little more sharp. It doesn't have kind of that rounded, yeah. you know, the donk-a-donk look of the, uh, the 70 Chevelle can have sometimes. Um, you could, all sorts of different options you can get in 69. Just kind of cleaner. I, I like the overall looks. It's always been my favorite year of Chevelle. Hey, Shane. Yeah. I check like... you later. Oh, yeah. Check you later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and see, in 69, too, and, and I got to say, I picked that just for a normal average because, you know, in 69, you could even get a Yanko Chevelle that was available. Now, if I was going to go for broke and, like, say, okay, here's my retirement fund car, I would go for a 69 Yanko Camaro, but in a non in a non-standard color. Hey, you know, because oh, there's yeah. like there were only the six, seven colors that Yanko Camaros were available in. Yeah. Hey, and there's Shane. always been Shane. questions. If At this point, the GD's cracked. Yeah. At this point, the GD's <laughs> cracked with Patrick. They're just like, well, sir, I'm not sure I can come yeah. up with all of that, but I'll do my best. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, you know, I just said, you know, hey, that's yeah. the yeah. GD's probably like, oh, yeah. okay, I got it. I got it. Didn't need all the details. 
Or you could your, throw the your genie wish for a is fact. his command. That's true. Yeah. Do you, this, or you could really freak the genie out and ask for a ranchero and an El Camino. So technically, you're getting a car and a truck with each pick. So you get two. You get four for two. Oh yeah, That's or like cool. they call them in Australia, a Ute. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. My stepdad had El Camino. That thing was cool, man. Yeah. It, 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 El Camino. It towed the boat. It did everything. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was good, good times in that. Uh, so, all right. So you guys, you had a Ford, which was interesting to me because you're, you drive a Toyota and you love them. And Patrick picked a Ford. Well, my pick. Well, I mean, everybody loves the Raptor. I think even non-Ford people. See, my pick would be Super Duty. Mm-hmm. F three fifty, six seven, diesel, mm-hmm. long bed, crew cab, four wheel drive. I'm why, not sure why, why a long bed. Because I so got you, a tow so trailer. You need to raise the mainsail when you're out there on the road, though. Yeah, but, and they don't. And when buck. you need to park, you need like three spots. <laughs> they don't. Well, that's okay. You, you don't have a parking spot. You have a berth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, mine's a long bed, and I have to pull it into, like, three spots. Yeah, I guess. People at Home Depot get cracked, but, yeah. hey, whatever. So, yeah, yeah F-350, mm-hmm. Super Duty, mm-hmm. long bed, FX4. I'm not sure if that really means anything. You get Rancho Shocks. but I think Shocks I, and Springs, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because it's got a tow. And car, man, I haven't had a car in a while. I think the last car, oh, I had a Jetta. That wasn't oh, a yeah. bad car. If I had to get a car, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, he had a girl car. Hey man, I, yeah, I was part I'm shaking of. Shaking my head in dismay. I was part of the TDI lawsuit. Okay. Ah, all right. Yeah, and if it yeah, was at least a, you had a diesel yeah. a car, I think I would probably get the uh, <sighs> like a Mustang Cobra new one, twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, because that thing is just a beast. Yeah, yeah that's a good choice. But can't, can't, if can't it, you that. know what, if a genie came down, I think, I think I would say I would like to have Matt Acala's Mustang from Best of Show, and pop, it would come and oh, he yeah. would get cracked. Yeah, and he, he where'd my car go? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, all right. So, one of you guys would go for a '95 Cobra R with the 351 in it. See, I'm not the Wikipedia of automobiles like you, so I'm not. I mean, I know what that looks like, but uh, y- you, yeah. Do you know the VIN number for that by a chance? <laughs> uh, I don't, but I know someone who does. Oh, there you go. I'd have to, I'd have to look through my phone, but I think I have a picture of uh, one that Steve and I saw uh, last year sometime. It's in this guy's collection. It's got like six miles, still has the window sticker in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was Ford was literally selling a race car for the street. You could buy that yeah. thing. It had a VIN and everything, but it was a freaking race car. I mean, yeah, it was stripped it. out, and it was ready to hit the track. Yeah, that's awesome. RTR? Mm-hmm. Ready, ready to, to rip? Or ready to race? Yeah, or whatever you want. Ready to rip? Ready it, to rip. Yeah. All right, next question. Oh, man. I'm, I'm done. I'm out of them. Oh, that's it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's talk about a couple things, because... We've been putting up on social media some project cars, and I know Steve's not here, and he's really the answer to all that because mm-hmm. they're basically his projects. Right? Oh, we know the basics. Yeah, so we can answer them. So we're going to go down the list, and Patrick, if you have any questions, you can kind of chime in, but mm-hmm. we'll try to get an update from both of us on the 1965 F100, mm-hmm. the Redemption Mustang, mm-hmm. 
the Heat Shield Bronco, mm-hmm. and your favorite. You what? know what it is? The Woody? No. It's already complete. Oh, Thank you, okay. GC. The Honda Trail 70. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, our little project. We got more <laughs> uh, more people interested in that than anything. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's cool. So uh, <coughs> F100 built. Uh, we have actually, I've been talking about it, but we have video that's going to come out on that. Mm-hmm. There's a series of us trying to put this thing together. Mm-hmm. Us crack mechanics. Yeah. It's it's sort of like a three-ring circus. Yeah. Trying to put I this mean, thing together. <laughs> We've got a little bit of ability, but... We're, the not pro- we're not professionals at but all. But the good news is we're not alone, and we got people that can help us, you mm-hmm. know, like Kevin Brown. Yeah, we have good contacts. Yeah, that make make things happen. And um, anyway, what what's the update on that? Do the you status know? of that truck? I think um, it's getting like the body. Oh, like what's happening currently or what has happened? Well, it? yeah, what has happened to it? Why don't um, you tell us? Well, the, the, the frame has been uh, had been totally stripped down, uh, cleaned and powder-coated, um, it's new suspension, hmm. um, brakes, um, wheels. Brakes are important. Um, it has a 2018 Coyote motor from a Mustang. Um, I think that's got a 10-speed auto in that one. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Now, now you mentioned the, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the suspension, Shane. I don't think people uh, realize the the deal with the suspension on the truck which yeah, had you, the guts from a Crown Vic, a late model Crown Vic, put into it. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure on the particulars of the suspension. Do you know more about that? Um, I know Steve's explained it basically like the rear suspension and of the later Crown Vicks that mm-hmm. had the, um, the shoot. It wasn't torque arm. Um, My head is has, blowing up. Oh, the, the, yeah, uh, right? it has the, the watch link set yes, up yes, in it I was and, and everything link. else for better handling to replace, uh, the leaf spring setup that that truck had stock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you go underneath that thing. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all front, it's all brand new underneath. It's all yeah. brand new. Mm-hmm. And then up front, the suspension, obviously the factory I-beams are gone, and it's yeah. got, I think, similar. It's got the front suspension upgraded from, same thing, from the Crown Vic. Yeah, 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 an upgraded version <clears> of that. Um, but, yeah, currently now it's uh, it's it's at a, a place uh, that we, uh, we know. They made one of our SEMA cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are uh, getting the body all aligned on the frame, and uh, I think they're going to put the glass in, things like that. Yeah, you don't want us touching the glass. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Yeah, that'd be a big problem. Mm-hmm. So that thing's going, and uh, like Steve said, I mean, that, that's basically going to be the shop truck to kind of run around and get crazy. And is your phone going? No, it's not me. Okay, maybe it's me. Maybe it's you. Could be. Uh, Redemption. Yeah, uh, I mean the thing I know about that is it's down at uh, Matt Cooper's shop. Yeah, what's the name of his shop? What is the name of his shop? That's a Aud- question. Auto Works Resto Mods. Well, thank you. Right? He, yes, uh, in Santee, California. Yes, yeah, he's he is um, installing the Cortex suspension currently, right. um, and uh, that's about where that's at. Yeah, and I mean that shell. Uh, other than that, a, a brand new shell. Yeah, from. Um, uh, who does those shells? Oh man, R R three R three. That's right, that's right. R three. And uh, man, Shane and I's memory. We better start oh, eating yeah. more fish. It's been a long time since we had visited. Them. Yeah, I mean that. And that car. That I think Steve's plan for that is to make it pristine, right? I mean, or is he going to race that one? Uh, I think he wants to autocross it. Yeah. Oh, so he better not yeah. paint it. Yeah. I've driven. But no, but I think the idea is to make it look nice and not rush. Not rush it. That's the lesson we have learned we're not rushing any of the cars at this point right yeah that's after, the, after the bronco build that was too too rushed 
We're Bronco, still still dealing with little issues. Yeah, what I years mean, later. So the Bronco <laughs> is up at at Kevin's shop. Yeah, it's ready to go. We were gonna bring it home uh, yesterday or or the day before, but um, we were having a little issue with some of the cooling fans not coming on. So just a little minor, a little minor. Uh, just some up. gremlins, right? Yeah. But yeah, look forward to seeing that here, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna film some how-to videos on that. Yeah. And uh, you maybe know. maybe crush someone's car out back or something. Well, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> a Toyota Corolla. Yeah, maybe. Mario, if you're listening, just bring your car yeah. around back. Yeah. And uh, tell me about your favorite project. Is oh, it your oh, favorite project? Oh, the little mini bike. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like messing with that. That's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's su- it's really simple. It's really easy. I mean, if anybody could uh, restore one of those. If you unless you, unless you're tearing apart the engine, then you might have a little bit of yeah. issue. But if you if don't other, other than that, it's it's really it's really simple. There's not a lot to it. If you don't know, my buddy Shane is all about milling around and and just fixing stuff to a T. He doesn't let anything go half-assed. So he's worked on this Trail 70, and in the beginning it wouldn't start. Mm. Uh, we put new carb on it. Yeah, we were just missing. Battery, yeah, had flat tires. It needed a carb, tank. a gas tank, a new wiring harness, <laughs> some things like that. Um, uh, at this point, we got it running. Right. Uh, but we need a an, an accelerator cable. The throttle because cable the is kind of kind of old and sticky and just not. And it's stuck wide open. Yeah, and it's stuck wide open. Yeah. So you start it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds crazy. How hard is it to find a new throttle cable for one of those now? Is there anybody it, making new ones, or do you got to find NOS parts or um, something? They still have Honda parts for that believe it or not. Hmm. Uh, but there are companies that specialize in those things and they have uh, they have some aftermarket parts available and some like reproduction type parts. But for the mm-hmm. most part, yeah, you can you can find everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's an update on our project. It's time to answer those burning questions. It's tech time here on Hot Laps. This first question is, uh, it's just for you. Mm-hmm. And again, thank you for everybody that submits questions. We try to answer all of them. Uh, I try to make no repeats, but sometimes it's a little bit hard. Um, but keep sending them in, and we'll yeah, we'll you're, 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 Yeah, send in your questions. Also, send in your uh, topics you may want us to talk about on our podcast. Oh, that's Give a us great some ideas. Idea. That's we, a great idea. We'd love idea. that. So the first question, like I said, is just for you. Let's call it. Double bag it. <laughs> Double bag it. <laughs> so I have a 2017 WRX with an aftermarket downpipe. 2017 WRX, okay. Yep. I have a heat wrap on it, but I want to further reduce underhood temps to reduce heat soak, longevity, etc. My question is, is it advisable to use heat shield armor over the exhaust wrap? No, I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, I would, I would use, yeah, I would use the, the heat shield armor and then I would give yourself, uh, about, a, uh, one and a half to two inch gap, maybe depending on the size of your pipe and, uh, angle to have that opening pointed at whatever you don't care about getting hot. That was a quick that was, answer. Uh, yeah. The, the gap is just so, so that, absolutely so no, pipe do not cover your exhaust wrap with more armor. Yeah. No. That's no. going to over-insulate that pipe. Yeah, it especially will. Especially on a turbo. Yeah. Yeah, unless you have uh, some type of commercial application or industrial where you've got some really thick-walled metal, you don't want to cover it all the way like that. I mean, or, dub- is- or double cover it. 
double bag. Yeah, more is not. Yeah, more is not better. I wouldn't double bag it. Okay, very good. Yeah, I you know, and these are questions, like I said, that may seem crazy to us because mm-hmm. we deal with it every day. But yeah. I think a lot of people have the question. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it's it's a good question. I mean, we already know what'll happen because we've tested out that scenario. Right. And and I think a lot of people think more is better, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not. No. And on the downpipe application, we definitely recommend for exhaust wrap Inferno wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to use the yeah, armor. Yeah, if you're not going to use armor, yeah, use Inferno wrap. And, yeah. um, and then just have a, you know, you don't want to overlap it too much. But honestly, on the turbo application, I mean, the armor is a game changer. Yeah. I mean, and if you haven't seen the video of hot feet aren't cool. Oh, yeah. We went to a performance muffler shop performance uh, this car shop and we took FLIR video of what the armor does yeah significant difference you could cook bacon on that one yeah that one pipe it was it was amazing and and, and then after you could sit up there in the seat barefoot yeah you're right and uh so i would highly advise you check that out on our youtube channel yeah Mm -hmm. any input patrick um, I'm actually working on I uh, my neighbor's daughter who is just graduated from Georgia Tech and she's an she's an engineer like her dad. I'm getting ready to talk to her, tying into that and going to the thermal dynamics and the formulas of how raising exhaust gas temperature, how that then in turn increases velocity and oh, what the yeah. correlations there, so people can understand what they're getting on that velocity as that heat increases thanks to the armor keeping more heat in everything mm-hmm. and and you know and how it relates to the turbo spooling up and everything else and also the exhaust scavenging coming out of the motor to pull more exhaust spin exhaust gases out of the cylinder on the exhaust cycle yeah so that way you get a cleaner burn on the next intake cycle yeah you yeah you increase efficiency you increase power i love this guy yeah yeah <laughs> Question two. Go for it. All right. What heat shield would you recommend for my spark plug wires that are too close to my header? Do you sell a kit for this, and what does it include? For the uh, spark plug wires? Spark plug wires. Um, we have a, uh, a sleeving called hot rod sleeve that would be perfect to put over your wires. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, you could also, uh, in addition to that, cover your, um, your head. It's a header. Is that what it's on? You can cover your header with uh, some of our header armor. It's our heat shield armor, and um, you'd have uh, you know a double benefit there. It's okay. To, it's okay to double up when it's on two different things. It's there not doubling go. up. And we do have a kit for that. Yeah. It comes with the sleeving, and it comes with uh, sixteen, I believe, of the heat shrinks. Yes. Yes, the sleeving for the for the spark plug yeah. cables. Yeah. And the armor is separate. We have. Yeah, that's separate. But yeah, if your spark plug wire is touching the header, mm-hmm. you may want to look at rerouting that. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely have a heat shield for if that. If possible, yeah. Yeah, if possible. And uh, we also sell the boot, the heat shield boot. This mm-hmm. is different. This is They're asking to cover the wire itself. But, uh, you, I mean, you definitely don't want the wire touching the header. But yeah. uh, this will help if it's close. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Especially if the guys are using, you know, a lot of guys, they're using the shorty header plugs. Yeah. So then naturally that's that's putting the, the boot end and the end of the spark plug wire in more danger. Yeah. All right, last question. Mm-hmm. Here we go. 
what's the best exhaust wrap that can be used in a confined space? Did I say that right? Confined in space. In a confined space? Yeah, I try to sound smart. My mid-pipe <laughs> goes around the oil pan, trans, over the subframe, etc. I want to insulate it with the best product. Hmm. Uh, well, the, the the best wrap we have would be the the Inferno wrap. Yeah, for sure. Um, Which is not fiberglass; it's silica based. Yeah. So it takes a whole lot more heat. Mm-hmm. And as we like to say, it's the only one that will actually take two thousand degrees. Yes. Yeah, I would definitely use that. And we're up to the challenge on that thing because if anybody says that anything else is gonna take two thousand degrees, I don't think they're being truthful with you, yeah. Shane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about and, you. And no itch. No itch. No fiberglass. No itch. Yeah. 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 It's an easy one to work with, too, because it's very pliable and flexible. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Inferno Wrap is definitely the best. Uh, the most popular is our Lava Wrap. Yeah, because it looks the coolest. Yeah. But if you're running Boost, we definitely High recommend the Inferno, that yeah. Inferno Wrap. And if you want to wrap it Inferno again, you may want to check out the... Uh, Armor as just a yeah. If you yeah, if you're up if you have a need for the inferno, you may even need uh, some armor. Yeah, I, I, again, I can't talk. No, his, more than I was going to say Patrick. his application too. It sounds like he's saying it's it's the the pipes running by the oil pan and everything. He might not have enough space, depending on to fit you know depending on what thickness of armor. I don't know because I got you know Shane, you might have some input on that. Is how much space he's got to actually physically just fit the armor on the pipe in that area without it like constantly touching the um the uh, oil pan or yeah. something else that's run close. Yeah, yeah, you may not have a big enough air gap for that. Yeah, air gaps really important. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably more important than anything else. Yeah. Got to allow air to get through there and wash that heat away somehow. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else? That's no. all I got for tech questions. That's all I got. All right. Anything we, anything to add, Patrick? Um, I did see that someone's working with us, that I am shield for late model. Hemi is being played with on a dyno someplace, that we might have something to share with people in the very near future on that front. Oh, you know, yeah. We're pretty excited about yeah. that, and I, I don't want to give too much of a peek under the tent, because when yeah. you peek under the tent, you may see an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or the bearded lady naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, that is true. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, it's interesting with that one because Holly just announced more stuff coming out for retrofitting the late model Hemi's Gen Three Hemi into older Mopars. That market is finally starting to get rolling and really become. It's climbing more towards like the LS market has been into older vehicles because yeah. now more aftermarket companies are coming out for stuff to get those things in, not just physically get them in the cars, but also to work, have com- controllers, ECUs, and whatnot that can run the engine and transmission if oh, people nice. are reusing the factory automatic. Yeah, nice easy kit for you. Yeah, we do have something coming, and uh, it, it's going to be big. I know there was videos yeah. taken of it, and um, yeah. They're close to you, mm-hmm. so we'll just leave it at that. But, yeah, yeah. We, we do have something coming, and uh, we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Uh, just some more proof that, um, you know, what what we sell uh, functionally works. So mm. it's, it's good information. So with that, uh, if you want to drop a comment, tech 
at Heat Shield Products or podcast. Wait, tech at heatshieldproducts.com. Dot com. Uh-huh. Or tech. Don't you think most people know that? You never know. Okay. It could be dot CA, which would yeah, be Canada. Could be dot org. Could there. be dot yeah. gov. Could be yeah. dot ed. Jew. <laughs> right? That's true. So, yeah. Tech at heatshieldproducts.com. Yes. Podcast at heatshieldproducts.com. <laughs> or just send us a question on our uh, social media, which is yeah. uh, Instagram is heatshieldproducts. Or Comment down below, or comment down below on this uh, yeah. on this video that yeah, we you read hopefully are going to watch on YouTube. So, yeah. uh, like to say thank you for listening, and if there's anything you'd like to say, Shane, go right ahead. Oh, bid you adieu. There you go, Patrick. <laughs> last chance, but don't make it thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. It's Friday. It's time to end this end the week on a on a good note, and. Uh, Head into the weekend. Oh yeah, it's it's uh it's beer o'clock at your place, isn't it? No, right. sad, no it's what only twelve thirty here. Oh. So, oh that's that's not that's not too he, bad. He's drinking his coke just oh. like you do. Okay, oh it's still coke time. There, there is nothing else in the coke. Oh, okay, there you go. Oh wait, a minute. I, I was winking the wrong eye. Okay, Letterman. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, and uh, we bid you adieu. Yeah, we bid you adieu. See you later, Patrick. From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time, right here on Hot Laps. Hot Laps.